Wayne Brady. Why, hello, everybody out in the internet land. This is Christopher Casby. Wow. With me are my sexy co-hosts, Mr. Daniel Sale and Christopher Burroughs. I'm not doing this podcast. <laughs> I'm down. This is over. <laughs> hey, what's up, everybody? This is Casby and my sexy co-host, D. Sale. <laughs> Sale and Chris Burroughs. Uh, this is Scrubland Podcast. Hey, guys. I don't know if you guys remember. I think it was episode, like, number seven. <clears throat> We were pizza, eating, we pizza were eating pizza, pizza, eating pizza while podcasting. We apparently, chose, apparently that was bad. Yeah, Chris, <laughs> we chose to eat then podcast this time. <laughs> As Chris finishes his pizza, <laughs> your lips back into the background, like <laughs> oh, the pizza's oh, oh yes, oh, walking right, down no. with this delicious pizza. Like, I, I seriously think we should call them back up and be like, "Look, you can't deliver us a pizza without cutting it first. Yeah, <laughs> like. I we had to use one of your that being said, we ate it, so it's sure. like, <laughs> I mean, like we have it. nothing to show them to say, like, "Hey, you I guys mean, didn't cut this." It, like, it wasn't like they we sp- still fucking ate it. <laughs> it's not like they spit on it; like it was edible. Like it was a pizza. It just it how would you know if they? Yeah, spit I on bet it. you they didn't cut it and spit on it. <laughs> I mean, hot sauce and chicken. What the fuck is this? I won't. I won't respect this pizza. <laughs> and I'm, I'm not even, cutting it. Not even <laughs> <boom>. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so. Enough about our uh, what love, our pizza adventures. Our love of Domino's Pizza. Uh, let's let's talk, talk about, about magic cards. Yeah. So how many how many pre releases did we actually play in this weekend? I, I know I played in one and D Cell played in one. Casby, how many did you hit up? One. Just one. All what? Right. I thought you played on Saturday too. No, he was uh, there. I, well, I drafted. That oh, was God. that was a fucking train mm. Dude, tell him about this draft. The, tell tell him about the insanity of this draft. All right, so. Star City did their pre-release at Richmond Convention Center, and they usually do, like, as a, a flight fills up of 64 people, then they just start another sign-up list, and they launch another one, um, which, is the way, just... which, which is the way I figured they were going to do it this time. Right. So I roll up at, like, 11, thinking I'm just going to catch whatever flight's almost full, um, and I get there, and they're like, oh, we're not doing another flight until, like, 3. Yeah, really? like, what? Yep. It's interesting. Okay. So I can't wake up at nine to do that shit. It must, so, it must have been like a logistic thing that they had to set up with the faction packs. Maybe. I don't know. So I go up there and I'm like, hey, I missed I missed the sealed deck. You guys doing drafts? And they're like, yeah, we're doing drafts. I'm like, cool. Here's my money. And they're like, what faction do you want? <laughs> cool. Here's my money. And I was like, I looked at him. I was like, what, what? do you mean? What faction? Yeah. Because uh, what archetype are you forcing? Like, well, here's, <laughs> <laughs> like it's like what faction do you want? Like, I was like, does it matter? Like, I asked her, I was like, does it matter? And they're like, it was some girl. Like, I don't. She was just like, some I don't know. Bitch. I guess it matters. They asked me to ask the people what faction they wanted. I was like, all right, uh, Frexian. So I was still under the impression that we were starting. We we're going to do the draft of one Mirrored Besieged and two scars of Mirrored packs. Um, so it takes a little bit, uh, a little while for the thing to fire off. I played some casual with some friends over in the corner and then, uh, that's where casual should be played. Exactly. In the corner, <laughs> wearing hats. So, um, we, uh, they finally launched the, the event and we go over there and they see us and then Chris Hickman's like, so we're going to do drafts a little bit different today. You're going to get two faction packs and one pack of scars. 
Yeah. Ridiculous. And I was like, And guess what? what? <laughs> so so what was the split of the different factions? <laughs> there were seven Brexian <laughs> drafters and one Mirian drafter. <laughs> when you when you draft with the faction packs, <clears throat> you have everyone who wants to like obviously Phyrexian, your the best archetype is going to be green black infect. Yeah. Yes. Like that that's just kind of just it what, what it is. is. It's built that way. Um and when you have seven people at a table out of eight who are trying to force black green, green infect. Yeah. Hey, guess who doesn't end up with a good black green infect deck? Like, Nobody. Well, no, that's not true. There's it. one person who does. Like it's the guy who just ripped like three great infect bombs open, open from his three packs. Bad mother and it's the most or something. It's the most stubborn part. The most stubborn player gets there. Everybody like eventually the other players will start jumping ship when they don't see the cards come. Right. But if you're just the most stubborn guy, you're like screw it. My pack like pack one, I got like five black and green cards, but they're like okay and they're not really even that good. You're like, nope, I'm going to stay on black green. I'm Don't like, advertise that because there's going to be a... Th that's how I... When I started drafting, that's who I was. I was like that stubborn guy. I was like, I know one deck and I will play this deck. And, and there was like a bunch of other people just picking out of my card pool. And there's just a whole... Like, you're going to end up with a crappy deck if someone knows how to pick out of the right card pool. Okay, well, it's we're gonna never going to draft seven Phyrexian people yeah, at a table true. again, so... It's going to be seven... It's going to be the person who knows how to read the signals the best. Jumps into blue immediately. Because, like, this is what I was saying earlier. We were like, hey, you want to go to Giant? No. Oh, you want to draft? Wait, no, it's a Funk draft. I don't want to do this. I don't want to Funk draft, and I definitely want don't want to pay $15 to Funk draft. Yeah. Right. You want to play some bizarre draft format that doesn't matter? No. Do these count towards your rating? Yeah. yeah. Do you want a two-edit? This isn't even a real format. I know. How do they count that towards your rating? Don't tell me because I already know and I'm already mad about it. And I've already ranted about it somewhere. Oh. Okay. But you can tell me again because it's a good podcast. No, I, just, I didn't. I, I, I honestly, I was just like, how they can't honestly count this towards your rating because this, this isn't a real format. Like, it's these aren't real tournaments that we're playing. I agree. Because, like, this is, like, just a made-up format that Wizards wanted to do for fun or something. I mean, it's not like it wasn't fun. I don't know about you guys, but a lot of the stuff that I do is for value. And now, I go, I walk into a pre-release thinking, I'm not going to get a lot of value out of this, but at least I can get what I can get. Well, like, I, I want to do this for fun, but if you take away what little value I could potentially get... Then it just makes me mad. What you're buying, what you're buying at a pre-release is, is is two things. You get to play the set before it's released, which used to be a much bigger deal yeah. when spoilers the, weren't when, all when, over the place. Well, when the spoilers weren't all over the place, but for a long time, uh, the pre-release was two weeks before the set went on sale. Really? I didn't know yeah, that. for a long time. And at, once the spoil, once like the rumor mill got all ramped up, and they couldn't keep everything hidden, and it didn't really make a lot of sense for them. To do it this way anyway. Yeah. So they just said, okay, well, whatever. We'll just, we'll, we'll move it from what, from two weeks away to one week away. So right. you, you, you know, get excited about the set and then you want to go out and buy it as soon as you can. Yeah. Um, so uh, what I really like about pre-releases more than anything is the fact that you get to go and experience what your new format's going to be and you get to experience, I'm, I'm going to say this really poorly, but you get to experience like, uh, the tournament format that you're moving into and you get to start thinking about it and it doesn't matter that everybody's not very good because yeah. like nobody's gotten the cards before so nobody's going to be very good and it lets you get your feet wet before you have to go ptq in the format 
right. before you have to go. And and now yeah. what the hell is the point of it? Because there's no way that you're getting any value at all. This you're not learning how to play sealed. You're not learning how to play draft. You're doing a one-time event that I'd rather have done at the release party. This this event with the I think the faction packs just messed all that up. I think it, maybe it should have been done at the release party. Uh, that would have been more interesting. I don't know. I, I like it from like a marketing standpoint, from a from a get people excited about the set. From a marketing it's standpoint, interesting the release, at the release party makes a lot more sense because the if you if you play the pre-release, you get to play the cards and you get to understand the format, and then you're like, wow, next week we get to play these cards, this mirror deck. I bet you it's gonna be so much better when I get a whole mirror pack. Or yeah. I get to play these infect cards. I bet you it's gonna be the bomb when I get a whole Phyrexian pack. It, you're probably right. I think you're actually probably right. It would have been smarter to switch them around. Just much smarter. Well, um, I, and I know that this is a, a minority, but it's a vocal minority. I saw this on the Magic TV show where uh, Louis said, if they're giving me these faction packs as prizes and the Pro Tour is next weekend, uh, PT Paris is next weekend, by the yeah. way. Like, how am I supposed to practice for the for the Pro Tour? Right. We don't have packs to, to open, to, to draft with. <laughs> You I guess you honestly, just split. Yeah. You know, you won these mirrors, I won these Phyrexians. I, mean, I like, guess we'll just mix them together. You know, that's what a lot of people did actually say because, uh, because when when Meriden Besieged is released, it's going to be five commons of Mirren, five commons of Phyrexian, and then a rare of one faction and three uncommons of the other faction. Oh, what? really? Each, They're actually doing that. Each pack is going to look exactly like that. Are you serious? Yeah. So it's going to be what now? It's going to be five commons of one faction, five commons of the other. Uh, one rare of one faction and three uncommons of the other faction. So wow. signals are going to signal what? themselves. Wait, th that's like really counterintuitive the way they normally do so. Because like, you're supposed to be able to get signals as far as like color and art, like archetype stuff like that. Signals but, are going to signal but, themselves like, for faction. But li literally, if if I get past a pack, it's it's whatever pack two, pack one, pick two. I'm looking at it. And I'm like, okay, well they took the rare, and now I have three mirror and uncommons. I'm like, okay, well they took. Some kind of Phyrexian some rare. kind of Phyrexian rare, which means I pretty much know what colors they are already, and I probably know what kind of archetype they are. Yeah, that's that's mind blowing. Insane. That's that's really really crazy. Are you sure that that's how it's that's going to work? That's the that's what I've been hearing. Are we going to have to come back for another Chris is wrong segment yeah. next week? I would <laughs> I would put myself out there for this one. All right. Wow, you that heard, sounds awful. I hope I heard this a couple places. So <laughs> that leads me to uh, the the my first and last Chris was wrong segment. Chris Burrows. Chris Burrows. Chris Burrows. Chris yeah. Burrows. Wait, whoa, hang on. Chris Burrows was wrong. Chris about Burrows something? was wrong. First and last. I'll own up. Yeah, I'll never be wrong again. I just want to let you know. All right. <laughs> Uh, You're wrong all the time. It's not on the podcast. Oh, see, that's the point. <laughs> <laughs> see, I, I don't the first, record. This is the only time I've Look. ever announced. I don't Look. put that shit on wax, motherfucker. Exactly. I'm wrong all the time, but I don't care. Look at uh, I just, I just throw it. I just throw it all out there, the and yeah, I just throw it all out there. I'm like, hey, look, I can be wrong. It doesn't like, whatever. <laughs> Well, uh, it's a good way you I'll think be, that way because you're, I, always, you're always wrong. wrong I'm wrong so. every week. Every single week I'm wrong. Well, do you know what a burden it is to carry onto my shoulders being the only person on this podcast who knows what the fuck he's talking about? Oh, ouch. That was double burned. <laughs> that is sick. Oh, man. I don't know if I can handle that. Diesel just rolled his eyes. Like, I don't know if it's because I'm right or because he thinks I'm wrong. You know the picture? from <laughs> Like, we've got, we've got this stuff on record, brother. <laughs> you know the picture from 10th edition Incinerate? That was you just now. What? <laughs> he's, he's, he's got his hands out. 
uh, <laughs> sideways, fire. and he's burning on both ways. DCL actually just writes that on all this incinerates. I'm on fire! <laughs> hey, look, my 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 custom artwork, Lightning Greaves, got you a trade. So... <laughs> Back when I first started playing Magic, <laughs> before me and DCL were the best friends that we are now. That's <laughs> yeah. Uh, he thought I was a scrub, which I was, but I was a really talented scrub who played really bad cards and really just fucked people's days up with it. And I beat him in a draft to get like... I think it was Lightning Greaves. You get, you get, lightning yeah, greaves. you get F and M Lightning Greaves. And, and like, I beat him in the finals to get the Lightning Greaves. And so I take it... And I mean, we were friends then, and like he was he just snagged it real quick, and he wrote all over it. I took my sharpie. I was like, and- "Bastard! That was my lightning greaves. That's the first lightning greaves I've ever owned." We were having a and discussion. You just wrote all over it. We were having a discussion about how terrible the card is. No, and how awful the artwork is. The the artwork on the F and foil is pretty bad. Yeah, yeah, and so I took my sharpie and I just wrote "quick" with an exclamation <laughs> point on it, and it was cute, and I signed it, uh-huh. and. Chris Casby was. What, what did you trade that lightning grease for? I don't even remember. See, good trade. Pro- <laughs> Pro- probably a Felidar sovereign or something. I don't know, like some awful piece of shit rare. Like, all right. So, Chris Burroughs was wrong. Uh, Chris Burroughs. I'm speaking to myself in the third person. Uh, <laughs> awesome. No, no, keep going. So, Chris Burroughs saw something online and. It was on the mothership, and it said, you will be receiving Mirrodin Siege packs. Correction, it was on Facebook, motherfucker. No, it was a link from Facebook. Facebook is always right. Trust your friends. It was a link from Facebook to the mothership, so you're wrong again. You're going to need to correct yourself next episode. (laughs) I don't use Facebook, so sorry. Regardless, I saw this link, and it said, you will be receiving Mirrodin Besieged packs. So I guess that was vague enough. So that faction packs were included, because I definitely got some Phyrexian packs to win. And I was like, are you serious? However, I cracked a couple of them, and I got one of those, like, uh, Infect Lands, and I was like, wee! Nice life. <laughs> wee! And Infect Lands, great. Yeah, It's pretty good. So D-Sale, on Saturday, went to spend uh, birthday time with his mother in Virginia Beach. Oh my god. And he got wasted on Hypnotic. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Because D-Sale is a young black woman. I've never, look, I've never had Hypnotic before, that shit was fucking yeah, crazy. Yeah, I, I, I see him today, and he looks pretty rough. We get there, like, oh I don't know, 1 o'clock, he's God. like, oh, and I was like, what's the matter with you? And he's like, have you ever had Hypnotic? And I was like, no. He just looks at me, I was like, I'm white, dude. <laughs> I'm not, I'm Asian, but. I, you know, I, was like, I was like, what, I don't, were we having the same conversation? Uh, I think you said something about me being a young black woman, yeah. and I was not happy about it. Um. Yeah, hey mom, happy 50th birthday, I guess. 50? 50. Your mom sounds hot hot on the phone. I talked to her the what? other day. What? Yeah. I <laughs> call you when you were at your mom's house and she picked up she's like Daniel's not here. I I, I was will like, Damn, you sound sexy. <laughs> I will hit a fat kid with glasses. <laughs> <laughs> what? Um just say your mom sounds beautiful. Anyway, look. Uh, I just love your mom and your mom loves me. Look, alright, <laughs> long and short of it, these guys jerked themselves off for like twenty minutes talking about their wonderful sealed decks. Mine was really bad and I lost. Dude, yours wasn't um, even that bad. Okay, yeah, fine. Yours looked like mine. Defeatist. Look, I'm not gonna subject the listeners to another round of of D sale whatever. Not, not the point. These sales, little girl. 
What I actually want to talk about is if faction packs were a good idea or no, not. Because I'm pretty sure fa- I'm pretty sure faction packs were just the worst idea that I've heard of yet. They were terrible. Well, okay, okay. I was actually literally sitting there before we left, and I was like, hey, you want to tweet a giant? Nah, that'll take too long. No, that was the thing. Like, I told, like, Todd Scott, like, he called me the day before. Todd Scott never plays Magic cards. Yeah. He never plays Play for Magic. So he called me the day before, and he was like, he sounded like a little kid. He was excited. He's like, hey, man, you want to at a Giants tomorrow? Yeah. I was like, yeah, man, you never sure. play Paper Magic. Hell yeah, I want to play. We get there the next day, like, you know, and he's in flight one for the sealed deck, and we're talking about doing two at a Giant. And I was like, I don't even know the rules. How does poison work? And then they wow. told me, and I was like, fuck that, dude. Like, you only have to poison, the, like, the team for ten. Yeah. And that's yep. ridiculous. That's That's garbage. I was like... Like, they told me that, and I was like, dude, I'm not playing sealed. I'm not paying money to do this. Nope. Like, that's just Really bad idea. Um, I think the thing with faction packs is, like, letting people choose a side was cool. Like, because it let let people buy in, made people excited about the set. Um, I like that. That's really neat. What I don't like about it is the fact that it creates creates a situation where everybody has a really, really hyper-aggressively focused deck, where everybody has just the best deck. And Seal Deck isn't supposed to be like that. It's Seal Deck is never like that. Nobody ever has just one... Like, there are a couple decks where it's like, okay, well, your deck was really, really good. You got a good distribution. Whatever. It seemed like in this in this set especially, when you're able to say, oh, well, I don't want to, I don't want to play that half of the set. I just want this half of the set. <laughs> I, want, I want things yeah, that do like, like, things like this. Well, that's when you get the weird distribution of, like, people having uh, triple, triple of a card. Yeah. It, it, like, you open three packs, and you have three copies of a card. Yeah. That's, that is some really low... Like, the distribution is messed up. Yeah. Sorry, that's bad. Oh, yeah. No, me and Rick were sitting across from each other, and we opened the exact same pack. Right. I was like, wow, I've never seen that happen before. Where literally all of our uncommons, rares, and commons were the exact same. Yeah. Really? Wow. That's that's like I I think it was a bad call for wizards. I'm sorry. Like I I really I did not I did not like this pre-release. I thought that the faction thing kind of wrecked. It, it was an interesting thing to do once. Yeah. Uh, don't ever do this again, please, <laughs> please God, don't ever do this again. Like li- literally, this was worse than the shards release event where you had to pick a shard and only play cards of those three colors. I'll tell you what. Don't ever give me faction packs as prize. <laughs> it's also yeah. It's also terrible, right? Ever. Um, well, I was pretty pissed because, like, I Chris Burroughs, I talked to him last week, he's like, nah, dude, they're paying off in, like, regular Besiege packs. I was like, sweet. I, I can... saw it on the website. Well, I I'm not mad at you. I was oh, just saying, I'm like, mad. I'm mad. I, got, I was, like, expecting to get packs I could draft with later, and no, I'm just getting this faction packs I'm I can't do anything with. Like, you, I was you like, literally can't do a, I was a like, I get no value them. for these. I just, all I can do with these is open them. Yeah. I don't know. Some people are saying like you can sandbag them because they're going to be collectors' items. Blah blah blah. They're definitely going to be collectors. Uh, you asked that question. Shut. Yeah. Did like, you know you asked that question? You, you, when you saw you saw that we were going to have faction packs. Yeah. You actually I, were wondering, hey, should we hang on to these because? And I don't like that. Look, well, like, regardless of what the answer is, I don't like that. Magic is a collector's game. There's a, like it is a collectible card game. You could like, but Wizards, you put out enough products that are collectible. You put out these from the vault things. You put out these all foil decks, whatever. Yeah. Um, I, I know that Leave like the tournament scene alone, right? Like you've been messing us up for a while, anyway. This like <laughs> a, a pack of cards is not a collector's item. I'm sorry, like that is the worst thing to try to like tell people to collect or 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 sandbag for like seven years so that you. Can well, do is that some what they're trying to do? Are they telling people that That's, they should collect? These? Okay, that, well, what else? You, what yeah, else exactly. are you gonna do with them? My yeah, options are my options open are them for no value. Yeah, my options are open That's it exactly what or do nothing with it. However, if you think about it, when you oh, like okay, the thing is. Cracking packs is like the worst value there is. 
Absolutely. You always want to draft your packs because that, that gets value out of the packs themselves, not just the cards. Right. You, you do but, something with the pack. But actually, if you think about it, cracking these packs is a little less than awful because the concentration of the rares you want is actually pretty high. I don't want any of these rares. Well, this set's garbage. I definitely... The set's about as good as you know Scars of Mirrodin was. All right, let me... Let me <laughs> well, Scars is awful. But let, me, let me put it to you this way. You know what's really funny is Thrun is so good, he's going to make himself bad. I, I read Van Blywis's article. Uh, basically, it's sum, summing it up about Thrun. Uh, Thrun is so good that everyone's going to play him. But then when everyone plays him, it's going to be bad because he's legendary. It's not like Jitte, where you could just play Jitte because it was that good. You literally can't play... Because you could counter Jitte's, but if Thrun gets played, then and the other Thrun gets played, then you're just wasting your time. Is this troll really that good? Yeah, he's like, really... He do, like, he doesn't seem that he's awesome. He's that good! He can't be killed with targeted removal. He can't be killed with... Uh, he can't be countered. So and, what? Okay, the, the only, it's hard to day judgment. There's... Two things. How does he stand up to a Titan? Uh, like, like you're really gonna try to construct with a four, 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 four? Like, it, it, I, I don't what do think. How does he stand up? To I don't think. I don't think. Uh, there's, I don't think. There's did a you single construct with Great Sable Stag back in the day? I'm pretty sure. I what? Did. Okay. What is what is Thrun good against? Like, what deck does he go in? Like, what? Like, where where does he fit in so uh, that he's able to kill? That hasn't been defined. Yet. Any deck that relies matter. on removal? How about? Uh, I don't. Th I don't see it. Exactly. But the thing is, actually, uh, Blywis did actually uh, talk about that too. Because black has a lot of black and white both have this really good removal package against him. Because Thrun isn't a really good four drop because he gets dead at that point. So he's not a good five drop, obviously. So really, the only time you can do it is when you have six open mana. Okay, I'm just gonna play a Primeval Titan. Yeah, exactly. I mean, like honestly, exactly. Like, if my options are this Titan thing with regenerate mana, or but the thing like... is, he was never gonna be he was never gonna be main board in the first place because he's inefficient. Also, I'm really excited about this like m very marginal sideboard card. I am like you. You're you're trying to sell me on the fact that like Great Sable Stag was was this the, the, it the was same this card. Deckable, the, awesome card. These are not the same card. They're not the same. These are not the same card. They're not even close to being the same card. If it had pay to regenerate on it, then it would be the same friggin' card. Uh, okay. What? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Let's give Sable Stag regenerate. That seems fair. That I'm just great. saying it would be the same card. You have to play River Boa to do that. I love River Boa. It's sick. I've been, try I've been trying to sell Chris Burroughs on a river boa for a really long time. I've been keeps... trying to punch him in the nuts. They should have gave Blight Mamba. They should have gave Blight Mamba Island Walk. <laughs> Blight Mamba Island Walk? Yeah. Well, I mean, that well, just would have been like, awesome. They <laughs> made Meyer Boa. Meyer Boa was a pretty sweet guy. Meyer Boa was walk. Yeah. 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 Yeah, he's just a river boa, except he lives in the swamp. Swamp. Except he's still swamp, green. Swamp. What it do? What it do? That's. I, I want all the snakes. I want, I want a snake for each color. Snakes on the plane? No, I want, I want like a a plains walking snake can you make and a, a mountain walking can make, snake. <laughs> can you make a snake deck? I could, oh, I'll make you a snake deck. Just make. I got like, Tangle Adder. I got River Boa. Can you? Oh, we got like Crypt Cobra. We got Crypt Cobra and Sabertooth Cobra. Uh, what, what's the Mirage. What's that green blue lore scale Kotal? Oh, the Kotals. I forgot yeah, about the Kotals. You guys need to stop. It's gonna be sick. What? <laughs> we need to play Seshiro. We could play motherfucking snakes on a plane. Motherfucking snakes on a plane. <laughs> uh, we can battle our snake decks against each other on the way to GP Denver. It's true. That we're not going to. I'm not going. I Sorry, listeners. You know, <laughs> we're not going to be a GP Someone asked if we were going. You know, far. if two snakes are in combat, that means that each of your snakes are touching either, each other. 
Whoa, so you you're got not, two no, touching whoa, snakes. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Don't, you never let the snakes touch. You never make them touch. You never make them touch. <laughs> never. Oh, it's really quick and then you let go. It's you want, really do, quick. Do you want me to put a link? I'll put a link, to the, I'll put a link in the show notes to that video. That is a great I'll, video. I'll give you that one. <clears throat> oh, man. Like, faction packs just sucked. I'm sorry. I, I'm so, I'm really excited to get this set in in like a real playable like real drafting. I think will be yeah. really fun um, because it's gonna be like I think it's making Infect a real deck, not just like Infect overrepresented <clears throat> at this event because the Infect decks well, were able to be you, you're super, talking about the deck event uh, any of the events. I I would Dude, like I, I said, would I played... wager that the Infect decks did much better at these events because I they were more consistent. That I saw terrible decks on both factions. I saw Absolutely. really friggin' terrible decks. And I'm not talking terrible decks from terrible players, because there were plenty of bad players with bad decks. I, I, uh, but uh, I, even, I even built this one kid's deck. He was my pet project for the day. I was like, <laughs> let's see how many... Because he, he handed me 46 cards, and the 23 that I pulled out of it were fantastic. It was like Elspeth, Sunblast Angel, uh, the Kodolfa thing you were talking about, three... Uh, Kemba Skyguards, uh, just, just... So he had, like, six crappy filler cards. No, he, no, he had, he had 13 crap, it was, like, 38 cards he had to me or something. You said you pulled out 23 insane cards, were 17 of them land? No, no, thir- no, no, no I'm <laughs> Check out this insane planes, whoa, you can cast your spells! No, no, it's not Sorry. like he handed me, uh, like, a full deck, it was, like, 33 spells. Okay. Yeah, you got or it. whatever, sure. it was, it was 30-something. But, this uh, is a terrible story. Uh, regardless, we're gonna cut this. So <laughs> no, it's staying in now. All right, fine. <laughs> so no, but I, I saw a lot of bad decks on both sides, and it was it was like I tried to help my opponents with their pools too. I was like, let's see if you made the best deck. <laughs> yeah, actually, you I'm really Chris did. Burroughs. Yeah, that's right. Two thousand nine like, state champion. Let me fix your deck. No, it wasn't like that. <laughs> hey, hey, kid, you want to win some magic games? Hey, Five dollars. I'll, I'll give you a deck doctor segment right now. Dude, some people you can just tell they look like lost little kids. I just like I just take their decks and just can start just... fixing it. I'm like, here, let me see this. What's wrong with it? Wait, yeah. can I just like, start doing that? Can I just that start was like, selling? I just one guy just beat so bad. Like he's a nice guy. Yeah, this guy Frank. Like it's just like I just like like he never played a spell that was relevant. Like ever. Yeah. Like I was just like. We played out two ma- matches and it took five minutes yeah. for both matches. Wow. Or for, for both games. I was like, all right, let's just play a third one because I just want to see what your deck does. Yeah. And he did nothing. And I was like, let me see this garbage. Like, And yeah. his deck was sick. It was yeah. so good. He had so many good like infect guys. Yeah. Like He was playing green, red, uh, green, black, and white. Okay. Um, which I guess is like the new... Seems like the new poison. Yeah. Um, but... Um, he just he had so many of the good high end stuff, mm-hmm. but none of the low end stuff. Yeah. So I was like, dude, you just need to put in some filler in the low end yeah. to curve out, and then you know, you just get to your. It'll, it'll yeah. allow you to get to your end game. Yeah. Um, which was just bonkers. Insane. Yeah. All right, time, Casby. In the last sixty seconds, you said the word like uh, thirteen times. I'm not kidding. Well, <laughs> it was actually it's incredible. It's like here's the deal. <laughs> it it's was like, really good. <laughs> Yes, you're right. We we said that we were going to stop, and we didn't stop. I'm sorry, listener. I'm sorry, schmarmy listener in the comments. You got us again. We love you, too. Channel <laughs> Fireball's going to hate us now. Oh, man, we say like so much on this podcast. So unprofessional. It's like Weezer. <laughs> you say like too much. No, this is... Okay, so this, this, this is my new, rac- this is my, my new racketeering thing. I'm just going to offer my services during the tournament to, to people. I'm going to be like, hey, I'm going to ch- fix your deck for you. And then, like, halfway through, I'm going to be like... Hey, uh, you know, you kick me a couple bucks. I'm trying to draft later, 
And how'd you, know, you do at this tournament? Uh, I did really, really bad. Why would anyone watch your service? Yeah, exactly. Because I'm charismatic. I'm a nice guy. <laughs> and I love to have other people fix their decks. I think everything you just said was a lie. <laughs> it's true. It's like you're everything you just said was a lie. You're the one that everyone loves on this podcast, Daniel Sale. I forgot. Uh, you guys don't think that I'm a really nice, lovable guy that will come I, up and I, fix your deck for free? I know that you're a nice, lovable guy. I, but like when you go up to fix someone's deck, you're like Give me this piece of shit. I'm like, yeah. your deck is dead. You're saying that when I pick your deck up, stand next to the table and just start dropping cards on the floor because they're really bad. <laughs> but that's like disrespectful. <laughs> you can do that. You want me to take your bubble? All right, so DCL is over here drinking. Oh, it's time for my beer segment? Yeah. Let's okay. Take a break. This beer's all right. Uh, so what, what we're drinking this weekend is uh, okay beer. <laughs> what? It's... <laughs> It's called OK Beer. Really? Uh, it is a. <laughs> Talk about bad it's a I, like it's a Polish beer. Uh, oh, that explains it. I mean, <laughs> shut up, you asshole. I'm Polish. Um, <coughs> so my I don't like. It's got another. So your beer? That's okay. O- Okasim. I don't like this uh, link in the show notes, guys. This beer is. I, it's okay. It's got a picture of a goat drinking out of like a milkshake. <laughs> on the top. Did you really? see this? Yeah, dude. Oh wow. He's like he's like chilling up at the top. He's like really into the, his milkshake, which I, like I think it might like it's supposed to be like of a beer of some kind. Like it's got some head on it, but it's also got this sweet looking like. Yeah, it's a brand. She she kind of looks like like a, a farm hand, but like one of the like real dressed up farm hands that doesn't do any work. Kind of like so, a wench at Oktoberfest. Yeah, that's what it is. It's like Oktoberfest. Yeah. That's what she looks it's a like. Yeah, yeah, like the kind of bitches that don't do any work. <laughs> what? <laughs> that's what she looks like. Those wenches are in their money, man. Uh, how eight, bust their ass? How many maids of milk? Well, do you see these stripper bitches she's got on? Look at these <laughs> giant. Have those... you ever seen a stripper? <laughs> <laughs> Obviously not. Look at these giant red boots. Those are like galoshes, dude. Okay, I'm sorry. She's not. A... Okay, they're not strippers. That being said, if a stripper was just wearing galoshes, I'd still think they were. Stripper. <laughs> I take it back. It'll she was through all stark ass band. naked, except for the galoshes. I'd be like, those are some sexy stripper. Ass stripper was <laughs> okay. Stripper was the wrong profession. I'm sorry. Hooker. Hooker boots. If, if there was a girl walking down the street, hanging out, hanging around by some corner, she's wearing these boots. You know, I know what she, I know what her job is. Come on, like, come on. The <laughs> world's <laughs> oldest profession. And yeah. they look like galoshes. I guess you just assume she's like a puddle stomper. Look, <laughs> rain or sh- rain or shine, all right? She's rain got, or she's shine. Really? That corner. It's, it's the mailman and the prostitutes. That's awesome. Rain or shine. You know, the mailmen are out there. Hey. They got to get some. Mailman too. is not the oldest profession. <laughs> it's true. No, that's correct. Um. So the this it's got a bunch of like weird Polish looking stuff on it. Uh, five by five point six percent alcohol by volume. It's okay. The beer is is okay, uh, as its name states. It is okay. <laughs> I will give this beer. Um, uh, how many maids of milking are there? Eight. Is it eight maids of milking? Uh, sure, we're going with that. Yeah, sure. I'll give this one. I think it's eight. I'll give this five maids of milking. Five of eight, eight, eight made the Yeah, so I think that's, just over that's, that's pretty much appropriate. That sounds like it's, a, it's an okay It's okay. It it's, like it's okay. It's okay. It's how not... many geniuses out of how many Polacks? Oh. <laughs> I don't want to go there. There's <laughs> <laughs> no, it's been enough racism <laughs> on this podcast. DCL's had it up to here. Whoa. Wow. Are you getting Jewish now? Look. <laughs> what? 
Don't you, you're jealous of my hat? That's what it is. That's really what it that's is. What it is. Yeah, have you ever seen my hat? hat really jealous of my hat. My hat's. We're gonna have to have a hat off. That's what. That's I what wish you would take your hat off. It's a hat on. Where's Where's Chris's hat? Chris Burrows, where's your hat? Oh, Chris Burrows is like we're we're doing this like you guys can see it, I guess. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like we're all trying to strike a pose our with our hats. Um, I don't know. Should we should we make a picture no. or something? Nobody gives a shit what we look yeah. like. We're ugly fuckers. You're not pretty enough. This I there's a reason I don't use Facebook. <laughs> uh -oh. Facebook said no. Sorry guys. I'm <laughs> Facebook rejected. I didn't want. <laughs> <laughs> Facebook's open to everyone except for Ugly Diesel. Jesus Christ, you guys. I'm not that bad. Like, Ugly <laughs> should. Wow. You, you motherfuckers. All right. I mean, so, have you guys seen pictures of these kids? Wow. Yeah, I'm a total wow. It's okay. So is this podcast ever going to make there it on it the is. air? This podcast is going to make it on the air, right? You're going to yeah. edit it and it's going to sound wonderful. I'm going to be like a half hour long, though. <laughs> yeah, this podcast in an hour or two. I'm pretty sure it's going to end up at like at 36 minutes. Yeah, it's a shorty, but a sweetie. <laughs> I don't know. It's an all right podcast. Kind of like this all right beer. This yeah. okay beer. I think that, that okay beer sums, okay out, podcast. sums you know. up the night pretty well. Uh, now, now that we've... You know, now started being rehosted on the channel Fireball. We're going to start putting out some content. Yeah, exactly. We finally made it. Time to phone this one in. Uh, Obviously, we're good enough. Fuck it. Just put something look, on it. Merit and Besiege came out, and it's okay. I, I I can't say if it's a really good set or not yet. You know, that's my, my okay. personal experience is, I think it's a terrible set. Real talk? Real talk? Okay. All right, real talk in the closing statements. Here we go. Scars was a set that no one understood at first, and it was fun to try and figure out the archetypes because everyone was excited about it. Now, Merit and Besiege is going to smash those existing archetypes, and everyone's going to be upset about it because they're going to everything that they know is gone, or at least complete, uh, at least messed up a little bit. They're not as excited to find out these new archetypes because of the cards that are in them. However, when these archetypes get discovered, they're going to be fun to play. I guess so. I think, I think that the Kadatha Flame Fiend is going to make the uh, Furnace Celebration deck fun. Heck yes. That's pretty cool. That's that's all I can think Except of. it costs 8 mana. Doesn't it? That's cost 6. No. Yeah, and then 2 to activate Furnace Celebration. Total. Well, no, no, no. I'm just saying it's something that has synergies with the deck that already has cards. That already wants to do those. Yeah. Right. Okay, yeah. fair enough. So. Fair enough. Um, I, I really think faction packs messed it up, and that in that like, especially like playing sealed deck. Sealed deck is a format not a lot of people like anyway. We're gonna uh, we can't actually like make any rulings about how good this set is right now because we didn't actually play the set. We played this. We played a bizarre version of the set. The, distri the distribution was yeah. <laughs> the distribution was so nuts, and I'm, I'm still calling you out. I don't I don't think that that could possibly be the way they're distri distributing ca cards in a pack. I as think far as watermarks go. That's what I, I heard a couple That sounds times. so crazy to me. It sounds crazy, right? Like, if that's for real, All right. I don't know. We'll see. Time will tell. I hope And then not. Chris Burroughs will be wrong again. I hope I'm and wrong. And then he'll be wrong two weeks in a row! Yeah. What are you doing? That's me wrapping this shit up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. Good night! Good night! <laughs>